What up, Ashley? Hello, Mervin. Oh, man. Boys is getting quiet. Going to get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Yeah. Let me come through four foes that are tipping. Yeah. 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 Watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see me running back. Yeah. 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 Maybe AP, yeah. maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping because we some athletes. Yeah. Yeah. The more right, it, it must be a, uh, it's a nod to my co-host, not necessarily me. Especially if you ask her, because she just thinks she knows everything in the world, and I'm here to set it straight. It has always been one of my dreams slash goals to work with Ashley, um, to do anything sports related, talking with her, um, because she is one of the smartest people I know, especially uh, sports wise. Hey, a compliment. It has always been an honor, an honor to work with a cast member of the Doug Dynasty. <laughs> Ashley, I hate you. Okay. This is Ashley Moore, and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What it do, folks? What it do? Shouts out to our loyal listeners this morning or this afternoon or this evening. Whatever you, whatever time you are choosing to listen to us on this uh, beautiful, marvelous day. Mm-hmm. I am one of your co-hosts, Ashley Moore. That man, that mm-hmm, is Mervyn Wright. How's it going? How's it going? The junior. That's right. Well, um, we got a lot on the slate today. We got a lot on the slate. We obviously, we're obviously talking about March Madness. Uh, for right. the for the men, we're in the break. For the women, you know, they're still obviously playing right now. Um, we are going to talk about that weight room situation. Oh boy. We are talking about you know upsets, maybe exciting games we saw. We're also going to talk about how both of my alma maters, Houston and Syracuse, are playing each other in a Sweet 16. Uh, then we'll take a little break, and uh, we're going to have a uncomfortable conversation. Are we going to take a break? Or are we going straight through? Yeah, we'll take a break. We'll take a break. All right. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to have an uncomfortable conversation about Deshaun Watson. We have been praising this man on this podcast for the last few weeks, and now we just, you know, have to talk about what's going on in his life. He has had a... Okay, we'll get yeah, to that. We'll get to it. We'll uh, LaMelo Ball. We're going to talk about his injury and why Ashley thinks he still deserves Rookie of the Year. Then Blake Griffin joined the Nets, and he had his first dunk since 2019, guys. The man who dunked over the Kia has he not dunked. dunked in a game. He dunked so over he the what? hood. He dunked over the is, hood. But is we'll it still the it. Kia? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Is it still the Kia? Yes. Anyways, we're talking about the slam dunk champion, uh, Mr. Live City over there with the Clippers. Just joined the Nets and had his first dunk in his debut since 2019. And, uh, yeah. And, oh, and then we're talking about uh, Derek Jackson and his bumfoolery during our <laughs> culture segment. Okay. So let's get straight into it. Um, Hold on. Hold on. You know what we got to do. You know what we got to do before we get into it. I, I cannot let this marvelous, oh my wonderful God. day go by <laughs> without telling y'all about my co-host. <laughs> so this is being recorded on March 24th. For oh those of you gosh. who know me and know me well, yesterday was my birthday. I got texts, uh, tweets, Instagram uh, posts, Facebook posts from my parents. 
texts from people that I, I, I hold near and dear to my heart that had they not said anything, I would have been very upset. <laughs> from everybody on that list except one person, and that is my amazing co-host. I had to call her yesterday and chew her out. And she's like, oh, today's your birthday. Happy birthday, Mervyn. Y'all, she is the worst. Absolute worst. <laughs> I don't care what anybody else says. If anybody says anything else, they're absolutely lying. She is a terrible person. I'm mad at her right now. And she agrees. And Get and I, and, and I, I'll, I'll be honest. She gets a slight pass. Because at the very least, she would have called me today had I not called her yesterday. So, I'm going to let her make it. But I need her to be better about knowing people's birthdays. And I'm going to just leave it at that. Well, I've had a very disorienting week. Mm. I don't know what it is. But it's just been very disorienting. I don't know what day it is. I don't know, mm. you know, what date it is. I honestly thought Mervyn's birthday was today. I did. Um, I also uh, forgot somebody else's birthday who was very. I was gonna leave that out. I was gonna leave that alone. <laughs> but I also forgot someone else's birthday who was all, birthday is also coming up. So you know, Merv is not the only one. It's just me, you know, mm. getting my days mixed up. And my bad man, I apologized yesterday. My apologies. But like I told you, mm-hmm. if you go through my phone, you're gonna see. 85% of happy belated birthday messages versus <laughs> 15% of happy birthday messages. That's a problem. I normally, you need to get it is fixed. a problem. You need to but fix see, that. But for me, um, for me, birthdays aren't a big thing because to mm. me, my birthday is not a big thing. So, you know, and I, it's just hard to remember. That's fair. And look, I don't look, you know me, I don't really do that much. I just wanted to hear it from you. That's all I wanted. Yeah, uh, you heard it from me yesterday. You just wanted other people to judge me. That's what you wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, 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 no. I want other people to judge you every day of the year. That's not that's not new to yesterday. But that's not a new thing. So just just be mindful of that. Always remember that. that. I still love you. Remember, I still love you. You are still the homie, and you are still on that list of people who I want. You know, who I wanted to to say something. If if you weren't on the list, I wouldn't have cared. Just putting that out there. So, yes, guys. Mervin had to call me on his birthday. Yes. 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 This Twice. is a moment of shame for myself. Twice. Sitting the first time. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Uh, so March Madness <laughs> tipped off, um, what was it, Friday? Yeah, Friday. Um, which, it, may, it made me mad a little bit because it, it, just like your days are thrown off, it threw my scheduling off. I'm used to Thursday being the day where everything really kicks off and it was Friday. Um, it kind of led to something kind of fun. I heard being talked about like on Monday, there were still games to look forward to. Uh, but so March Madness kicked off, and I think everybody's everybody who made sound decisions making their bracket probably made it to about four thirty, which is a lot longer than than most years because usually it's about that first game will mess everybody up. But then Oral Roberts has to come in and ruin the party for absolutely everybody. And then, just to add fun to it, I don't know if you saw this, at the end of Friday, there were a few brackets that had picked zero games right, which I have a a slight issue with because the way they did it, it was like, these two regions play today, these two regions play tomorrow. So it was all 1 through 16 of both of the regions playing. So that means somebody sat down, made their bracket, and picked two 16 seeds to beat a one seed. Um, Mervyn, 
maybe you don't know this, but people pick random reasons to pick mm. winners of brackets. People I'm choose aware. who has the best name. Mm-hmm. People choose who has the best mascot. People choose what colors do I like. Right. So does that surprise me? No. Not at all. But, but you also have people who don't watch the game of basketball. Um, and some unlucky people. If mm-hmm. you pick zero of the first few games right, you don't know basketball. You are unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just a coinkydink, but yeah, it's a I, terrible coinkydink. It, it makes sense, but wait, we talking about brackets. Mm-hmm. You know, before we get into you know the best games we saw, woo, 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 right, right. We have to address the elephant in the room. Okay. You know, one room actually had an elephant, and the other mm-hmm. room had an elephant piggy bank. Mm. Uh, the men's and women's facilities. Men had a full state-of-the-art weight room. Right. Okay, you saw that weight room. Mass, hey, it was nice. Socially was distanced, nice. Mm-hmm. nice, color-coordinated with the ways. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like nice. And then the women have a massage table and a rack of free weights. Actually, that was barely a rack, and that was a I, some, that was dumbbells. That wasn't even <laughs> real stuff. I thought. That was a joke. I honestly, when I first saw it, I saw it trending and I thought it was a joke. I honestly did. Like, there is absolutely no way the NCAA did this to these women. No way. I honestly, real life, thought it was a joke. Then I started seeing more and more people talk about it. And then I saw um, uh, Sedona Sedona Prince from Oregon. She posted the video, Mm -hmm. clearly upset. And at the end, she was like, if you don't see a problem with this, you're a part of the problem. And I, it's, it, I'm like, bro, the disrespect. <laughs> it just started coming to me. The disrespect. This has to be the most disrespectful thing I have ever seen. But before we get into our uh, opinions on what had happened, mm-hmm. I am going to go to Georgia State's uh Georgia Tech's women's uh, coach, women's basketball coach, and she decided to clap back at the NCAA. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read you what she wrote. This is Nell Fortner. She goes, to the NCAA, thank you. Thank you for using three of the biggest weeks of your organization's year to expose exactly how you feel about women's basketball. An afterthought. Thank you for showing off the disparities between the men's and women's tournament that are on full display in San Antonio from COVID testing to lack of weight training facilities to game floors that hardly tell anyone that it's the NCAA and many more. But these disparities are just a snapshot of a larger, more pervasive issue when it comes to women's sports. Now, wait, this part got me and I'm just like, bruh, she snapped. She said, is it the NCAA a nonprofit devoted to running championships with student athletes that must be academically eligible to compete in those championships? In what other nonprofit educational endeavor is it acceptable to treat your young women as a lesser value financially as a commodity? She said, at what individual university would it be acceptable to give women inferior textbooks and cheaper cafeteria food because of their perceived cash value? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's true. Right. I yeah, mean, she's 100%. That's yeah. true. This is the equivalent of give you cheaper textbooks mm-hmm. or give you worse food. 
No, because at least then they called it separate but equal. This ain't even equal. <laughs> this is just this is just outright terrible. And, and Ashley, you know me. You know, I, I tend to give passes. You know, yes, some, you do. some do, some some undo. Um, and if I, if I was to give a pass here, I would say, you know, the, the NCAA just investing in the world makes more money than men's make men make more money than the women yada 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 but even if you look at it from that standpoint you still have to treat these people treat the women the same way you treat the men like that i look i've told you i've told you multiple times but let me just yeah. say this yeah women's best college basketball march madness does make a lot of money no 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 i just want to throw that out there no no, no i'm not saying it doesn't what i'm saying mm-hmm. is like people pay more attention to the men's game that's going to Right. Uh, generate more revenue than the women's game. But even then, like at the very basis of it, if you just take it to the level of you do it because the law says you have to do do it. Title nine literally pretty much literally says you have to spend as much money on women as you do for men. Let's start there. And even if you take it above what the law says you has to do, it says you have to do like it's just I've told you three three organizations on my uh, on my list of, of, of sports of, of corrupt sports organizations, FIFA, the International Olympic Committee, and the NCAA, and this just, this just shines a light on that. Like you can't just you can't just treat the women like that just because they don't make as much money as the men. And then not only the uh, weightlifting stuff, the food that they were giving them, uh, like you said, the fact that like you look, you turn on the men's game, it says March Madness on the floor. Uh, they get, you know, new courts, all that stuff. And then you turn on the women's game and it's like, it just says women's basketball. Like, it literally just says women's basketball. It doesn't even say tournament. It just says, it said NCAA Bro, women's basketball. I'm like, what are you, they, they what are you doing AAU, here? Right, they on they, AAU tournament courts. Right. Hey, legit. Like, I don't even know if they took the time. No, they didn't. Like, you know, if you do. So, for, in, for instance, uh, some of the men's games are at Indiana. Um, and they took the time to change out the floor to where it says March Madness in the middle, put the colors on the side, you know, first round, second round, whole shebang bang mm-hmm. The women's games are, you know, in the San Antonio region. I saw a game that was played at UT. And you know how I knew it was played at UT? Because it still, still said University of Texas on the court. Still had the logo in the middle. Did do nothing. Like, you can't. You can't do that. And then to top it all off, here's the problem. It's like some people do stuff because and then don't care because they think they'll get away with it. That means it went through channels upon channels upon levels upon levels. And somebody in every level, they thought, yeah, we can do this. There's no problem. Nobody will say anything about this. And it did. And somebody did real quick. I want to know what's going on on the board. Like, you know, whenever stuff like this happens, stuff that is so blatant, mm-hmm. <laughs> like... If if you saw this this issue, if you saw the weight rooms, and you, if you see the facility differences, right, and you say ain't nothing wrong with it, you are and, sexist, you are a misogynist, like you are literally there. And here's part of the problem: there's women on the board. See, this this what I'm talking about. I'm just when you <laughs> add when we talk about diversity, mm-hmm. I feel like to have it a board of uh, what's the word? Mm-hmm. To have a board where stuff like this doesn't, you know, affect the board, you right. would have to have a minority woman 
because you know we see things a little differently. You right. know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's fair. Now, that's very. I true. don't know if they have minority women on the board, but um, you do need to whoever's decision this was, collective decision, whoever it was, you do need to further diversify. <laughs> mm-hmm. You did further diversify this because if you or I were on the board, we would have definitely been like, been like mm, uh, so we spent hey, all this Mark, money. Mark, 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 <laughs> you don't do this. <laughs> not we right now. We spent all this money on the men and not the women. Like, you mean to tell me you got about mm-hmm. all those eyes that we're spending all this money right. on the men but not the women? Noticeably. Spent- It'd be different if we couldn't see it. Right. But this is social media era. Everything gets put out there real quick. And then, but I'm just... I'm talking about it, the courts too. Like it's, oh, it's yeah. noticeable. Like yes. it'd be different if we didn't see it, but we like we can see. We can, we can see tell this. the differences. Like all I have to do is like in in the course of it doesn't take me turning on social media. It doesn't take me searching anything. All it took was me being out at dinner last night with my family, seeing the TV and seeing the women's game and seeing that this game is being played at the University of Texas. That's all it took. This game is being played at St. Mary's. That's all it took. I didn't have to think about it or anything. San Marcos. Right. Texas State. <laughs> right. right. Like. And then, and then, again, just to, just to, you I don't miss opportunities to take shots at the NCAA because they deserve them. This is going on at the same time that the men are having their problems and wearing shirts to say not NCAA property. I'm dead. You are, <laughs> you are fighting it on all fronts, Mark. Sure <laughs> Like, are. you got to, look, they, they need to figure out what it, whatever they need to do. I don't know, but they need to figure it out and figure it out fast because what they can't have is like, uh, what's the lady's name again? I'm sorry. I, I missed it the first time. The coach from Georgia State. Oh, Fortner. 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 What Coach Fortner what coach said, this is a non-profit organization. Yeah. Um, quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Um, you can't get a that means if you're a non-profit, like you can't get away with certain things that other organizations could. Not that they should either. But you should be technically holding yourself to a higher standard. You're the one that talks about amateurism and student athletes and, and all the BS that comes along with that. But you're pulling this <laughs> like that. You can't do that. That That is not how you should be running. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing else to say. Everybody, if yeah. you saw it. It was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. They after within twenty four hours they fixed it, but it's mm-hmm. still like what, there's no fixing it. Which it's like you ha- you had the ability to do it because it's not like it's not like me or you ordering a what like a like a weight rack or whatever, and it taking a couple of days to get there. It was there the next day, which means mm-hmm. they had the full capability of having it there. When they first opened it up, but chose not to, and hoped that nobody would say anything. It was like, nah, we'll pass. Thinking women don't lift weights. Right. No, they and do. Some big women. And they and will body you. <laughs> they will right? body you. <laughs> it's some big women up in there. Well, uh, yeah. Let's just get straight to March Madness. Mm-hmm. Let's. Let me just start with the women. I told you last week that Baylor's women are the best. I've seen them since Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. Bruh. I watched them play Virginia Tech last night. Oh, they oh they were bullying them. That's what I was 42 referring to. Forty two points, bro. They beat them by like forty two points. The, right, when it comes to the women's bracket, this is one thing I will say: the women's bracket is nowhere near as competitive as the men's bracket because mm-hmm. it's so easy to pick a 
a, a winner. I right. think so far every higher seed has won in the women's uh, bracket except for like two of them. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking one, but I'm just gonna say two to be safe. Yeah. But every higher seed has won because when women's basketball, the the bigger seeds they dominate. Right. But there's not as much UConn, right? UConn women also beat down Syracuse women yesterday, mm-hmm. and UConn and Baylor are in the same region. So I think that will be a very highly anticipated matchup because Gino Oriema is also coming back from COVID protocol. So they got their coach back. Mm-hmm. Baylor, UConn, bruh. I can't wait to see that game. But, I mean, other than that, I haven't really seen too much excitement from the women's side, I will say that, because, you know, some of these bigger dogs are dominating. For excitement, to me, is an upset. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which we have seen a lot on the men's side. Yes, Mervin, do you have a, a, a favorite a upset that you saw? Um, Well, keeping my, again, keeping my bracket out of this, Oral Roberts, not only beating <laughs> Ohio State, but then piggybacking and beating Florida. That's one. Number two, putting my bracket into this, I am one of the idiots who picked North Texas to beat Purdue. And oh, what wow. do you know? Hey, look, there's a certain... I'm not going to claim to be a bracket expert because obviously nobody is, but there's a certain method you have to employ. You have oh to pick God. games that are like so unlikely that if you showed it to somebody, they would say you're stupid. And that was one of them. And I just want to say I picked that. Just but putting that out there. You, you just gave us a tip, but there are so many unlikely matchups. So how right. do you know which one to but, pick? You just, but that's the th- you, that's you thing. Every, but you have everybody else's. This is not a key to success, Bourbon. Everybody does well, that. Well, nobody goes through. Nobody who knows March Madness goes through and picks every one seed. Right. Or picks every top seed. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you think you're giving us free game, but you're not. Well, you're the, not the, okay, though. here's the other part then. And this is more free game. It's also a whole lot of luck because you got to know. <laughs> and again, you know this, <laughs> but you got to know uh-huh. how many. You got to know what you're looking for, you know, which ones to pick. And sometimes how many to pick? Sometimes it's only two big upsets. Sometimes it's seven, like this year. Like sometimes half the day is upset. So you never know. And yeah, that, that's all. Um, so yeah, there was those. Um, USC. I don't know what got into them, but they absolutely murdered Kansas the other day. Murdered. Um, that was kind of cool to watch. The <laughs> the Houston game from the other day. Who was um, stressful? I don't know if my dog thought I was sick, mad, or whatever. If you're a but dog. Yes, I'm at home. So. Oh, you're in you're in uh, Cedar Hill. I'm like, yo, dog. Yeah. You ain't got yes. no dog, but okay. Yes, yes. I, we have a dog here. Um, but yeah, every time I got up, he started barking and running around like I was the idiot because I was. Uh, but that was just fun to watch. And then it's like I find my here's the fun thing about March Madness. I find my myself watching and caring about games with two teams I know well not know but I care zero about. Like on Friday I was watching games at work uh, between teams I didn't care about. It was uh one was the Oral Roberts game that one what? we care about. What well, that's March care, Madness? Well, I'm saying we care about Loyola Chicago. Nobody cares about Loyola Chicago outside of these three weeks until Sister Jean shows up and starts praying for everybody, and they go on a run. Uh-huh. No, yeah, bro, she said but a prayer. she. Hey, so, did you see what she said in that last uh-huh. game? What she said. Her her prayer was essentially their game plan. 
<laughs> like it was she mentioned like this team shoots like 50% from the field and 30% from three and talking about defending them she hey <laughs> she got something going on and they that somebody made a joke it was like whoever picked against sister Jean on a Sunday is an idiot why would you do that <laughs> can I just say sister Jean whoever allowed her to come to this tournament is like etched in the history books oh yeah because it's corona Mm-hmm. We're in a pandemic. Right. Uh, she's literally one of the most vulnerable. She's 101 years old. And 101? I thought she was like 91. No, nah, bro. Sister Jean is 101 years old. Hey, you might be right. You didn't know that? No, I yes. thought she was like in her 90s. Okay. You me? I might be right. Go and fact check me. She's 101. I am. I am. I am. Um, oh, and yeah, who expected Loyola Chicago she, to make it to the Sweet 16? Right. Well, she's also yet again. I feel like we had to put that out is, there. She also got vaccinated. Well, of course she's vaccinated. I feel like I said that last week. Well, yeah, she's she? vaccinated. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because we talked about it last week, too. She's vaccinated, but she's still 101 years old. Yeah. Some of these vaccines are, like Johnson Johnson says, it'll prevent death. You know, right. serious illness <laughs> serious from COVID. Illness and, death. and AstraZeneca just out here lying about their vaccine. So, right. you know. Well, know which one she got. You can still. We don't know too much about these things. I feel like you can still catch COVID. There's still a percentage. Well, of yeah, it's just like COVID. the flu. You can still get and the flu. Just and she's 101 years old. So, mm-hmm. whoever allowed her to come, shout out to them because she is a storyline in itself, obviously. And I honestly think her being there keeps willing them to the Sweet 16. Like, mm-hmm. who would fuck it? Not me. Well, th- let's be let, okay. Not and a to, convincing win. This is not we right. ain't talking about no, you know a very yeah. convincing win over number one ranked mm-hmm. Illinois. Convincing. Yeah. Now let, let, let's digit. be fair. Let's be fair to Loyola Chicago this time. Last time, what were they like an eleven seed or something like that? Uh, I don't remember what they were. They were a double digit seed. Yeah, they were double digit seed last time. They're a nine seed now, so it's not like we're dealing with like eight uh, they're an eight seed. Sorry, so it's not like we're dealing with like Florida Gulf Coast uh, when they went on their run a few years ago. But to, but <sighs> so I'm just saying it, it's not that big of an upset, but it's still it's them. It, I think it's 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 them. It's, it's their story. <laughs> what do you mean it's not that big of an upset? AC Loyola Chicago coming out of the conference they came out of. Yeah. you got you got to match up these different conferences. By the way, but they're playing against Illinois, num- number one ranked Illinois, a no, one I'm seed, okay. and you win by thirteen points. Okay. No, I look actually I hear you, but what they I'm balling, saying. bro. It's definitely Cinderella. Saying, it's okay, still a Cinderella. You know, you know who was a one seed in 2018? Virginia. Who was a one seed in 2018? Yes. Virginia. Mm-hmm. And you know what happened to them? They got beat by a 16 seed. What was the score? It was a closer. No, no, they no, they got handled they that get game. Drove? They got handled that game. It might have been like an eight-point game at the end, but no, they were getting beat from the jump. There was no. But you it, said it was a single-digit game, though. Okay, an eight point game an eight point game in college basketball is a is that's a lot. No, it's not. Did you yes, see the Houston is. game? That's okay. a great segue. Let's go to the Houston game. Houston's down twelve points yes. with four minutes to go. Yes. And you think that was a lot for them? Uh, that's Houston, a, mind you, Houston missed like six free throws oh my in God. those four minutes. Ashley. In those final two minutes they missed six free throws. Ashley. So it's twelve <laughs> minutes 
Is 12 points really, is eight points really a big deal? 12 points, Houston came back in yes. four minutes. 12 points, yes. one by three, missed like six free throws in the last two minutes. If you are uh, if you are a number one seed, eight points is not a lot. It is not taking, you an, can score eight points in 30 seconds. In college basketball, yes, we've seen can. it happen time you and time can. again. But it ain't when no, the you scores, can. When the scores it, are like 50 and 60 and 70 points, 10 points is a lot. We're not talking about the NBA. We're talking okay, about college. But, but you're talking about. 50 60 points when you look at college basketball the most points are scored in the second half yes. towards the end of the game mm-hmm. because it's a rush to score it's not you talking about 60 points the average does not matter in the last few minutes of the game the tempo increases and you're well, scoring yeah, at, a, at a you're scoring at a, at a you're scoring at a higher rate so eight points with a couple minutes left in the game Oh, in college basketball, out of all places, because college basketball, the unthinkable happens all the time. In but, college basketball, out of all places, that's not a lot. You can come back in is. eight points. I would think We've that. seen it happen in March Madness several times every no, year. It happens have. several times every year. We but it's but you're, but you're talking like it's an anomaly well, when putting it's not. It, it's actually it pretty the, common. Putting it in the context of March Madness is different because Which that's a whole different ballgame. That's a whole different exactly. ballgame. If you take these games and play them in January, Virginia blows out UNBC, no problem. Like, there's not even a, a question about it. But putting it in March Madness is what the difference is. That's what I'm saying. Well, well yeah, that's what I'm saying. These teams obviously come in with confidence that they want right. to beat these uh, teams. But a 13-point stretch in March Madness, when everybody knows it's their final shot, mm-hmm. you for you to win that convincingly, eh, you, just, anyway. you just hats off. Hats off to Loyola Chicago because they really right. playing way mm-hmm. above the level – that I believe they're at on a normal basis. It's just a gene. It's her prayers. It's no, her prayers. It is. it is. There's power in prayer. And for anybody who don't believe it, look at Loyola Chicago and Sister Jean. Now, you mentioned our alma mater, the University of Houston. Um, Ashley, I was about two seconds from jumping through my screen and choking anybody in white on Sunday who could not Me make too. a dead gum three free throw? Like Me too. It's funny. I was praising Quentin Grimes uh last You were time. You last were. week. And and it's funny, I texted our uh I texted Dez because uh a couple years like a few years ago when we were all still on campus, uh he was covering a game and they were like missing free throws, and I think they lost that game. And Dez pissed Coach Sampson off by asking a question about like how they what they're gonna do to work on free throws. And, and coach got mad. Like, he went, like, asking a bunch of different questions and stuff like that. And he was just mad. And I texted his, I was like, hey, look. Wait, did he snap back at him? No, he was just like, <sighs> I think I think coach was just like, like, how old are you? Like, I've been doing this for a long time, yada, yada, yada. I love uh, those since, responses Like, from essentially, like, you know, you know somebody just got you with a good one and you don't really know how to answer this without throwing your team under the bus, which is fair. Right. I yeah. love I love that. Yeah. I've never been the person to ask a question to make a coach mad. Right. Mind you, I've interviewed Bayheim, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the right. best at snapping at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin on the women's side. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I wish yeah. I was there to see Des get kind of chewed out a little bit. Yeah. Hey, he asked a good question. Freedom of speech, huh? That's true. Uh, That's true. <laughs> should have asked a question it, after the last game, too. Somebody right, exactly. Because it. it's like this has been a problem that's plagued this team for a while. Like, we're – like Houston is a Houston is a obviously a top ten team. We're a number two seed, but we can't make free throws down the stretch. Like it shouldn't have been it should have been a five point game or five or ten point game. Period. We shouldn't have even come down to the last second shot. But because we couldn't make free throws, Rutgers was trying to give the game away. 
But they couldn't make free throws, and it became a it, close one. It was also bad coaching, though, too. Oh, Rutgers, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're up by uh, a couple possessions, and you're holding the ball to get a yeah, shot. For the, what? The what if you don't that. make? For one, what if you don't make the shot? Mm-hmm. So you just held the ball for this long. Yeah. Losing the amount of time you have a possession for them to come back. Like, right. That's AU coaching one on one. That's toddler yeah. coaching one on one. Well, not yeah. toddler, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, they just weren't. No, that. That, no, that's, that's, they got too, they got comfortable. Like, okay, let's hold this lead. Let's that's that's no, what you call that's play, amateur, right? That's what you call playing not to lose. And there's a difference between playing not to lose and playing to win. And they were playing not to lose, and they lost. That that's 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 what happened there. Definitely. Um, let's shout out to Jacob Young though. He is the little brother of Joey Young. Joey uh-huh. played for Houston before he went to Oregon, and their dad played on the Fast Slamma Jamma. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I'm the daddy. I'm obviously rooting for my son. Right. But right. at the same time. Still a little. Still got a little. <laughs> still got a little Houston in me. You know, I, I right. still want Houston to win a little bit. But Rutgers, they've had so many different head coaches. Um, mm. I'm surprised Jacob Young chose Rutgers to go to because he used to go to Texas. And he played for Texas. Maybe he wouldn't get enough PT that he wanted. But he used to mm-hmm. play in Texas. Then he went to Rutgers. Interesting because if I recall, Rutgers only has a single digit number of tournament wins. I think it's I can count on one hand. I'm pretty sure I can. Yeah, um, it was it was Friday before they played t- before they played Sunday. Um, no, I don't think that's the only one. They had uh, another one some other year, but um, yeah, I don't. I mean, the, Houston was just better. Obviously, Houston is a better team. Right, than Rutgers. right. And uh, but this is a play I think was very. Uh, pivotal for Houston to win this game. It was obviously the last second, um, the last minute free throws um, by Marcus Sasser. But when he got the ball, okay, we I forgot who was down the court. Somebody was already near the rim. Maybe it was oh Quentin Grimes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was Quentin Grimes. But somebody was already in the lane near the rim. And... You know, you never know what goes on. So Marcus Sasser held the ball from his for himself so that he could get fouled, uh, fouled and go to mm-hmm. the free throw line. Because out of all the guys who were at the free throw line missing free throws, Marcus Sasser, although he was not having a good game, he is an 88% free throw shooter. Mm-hmm. So homeboy was probably in his head like, okay, let me let me keep the ball so I right. can shoot free throws and we can win this game. Because if y'all not going to make no free throws, somebody got to make them. Because right. he showed what Marcus Sasser also wasn't scoring, but, you know. Mm-hmm. If he made it when it counted, that's one thing about basketball. You can be out the whole game. All you got to make as long as Yep, all you gotta you gotta make the ones that count, and that's it. And he did that, and uh, yeah, my heart almost stopped beating, but it it yeah. it, it, it stuck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> it was a close one, right? But uh, yeah, Whew, that was a tough one. So Syracuse, West Virginia. Syracuse is also my alma mater. For those of you sitting at home listening, I got my undergraduate degree from University of Houston. And I got my master's degree from Syracuse, both in journalism. Syracuse has one of the top journalism programs in the nation. Just thought that out there. Anyways, so Syracuse, I was not expecting them to make the tournament. Syracuse was one of those teams on right. the bubble, meaning, meaning they were sitting at home hoping something happened to where they could make the tournament. And what's funny is Houston had to win um, the uh, AAC championship for Syracuse to be granted, you know, for it to help Syracuse's chances mm-hmm. to make the tournament. And now they're about to be in the Sweet 16. Before I get there, uh, I have to talk about Syracuse's 
two upsets, basically. The first one, they played San Diego State. No, I wouldn't call it an upset because it's a 6 seed and 11 seed. But this West Virginia loss, that was definitely an upset. Buddy Bayheim. Buddy Bayheim is the son to Coach Bayheim. And uh, for those of you who may think that Buddy Bayheim is a starter or he got, you know, on the squad because his daddy was the coach, this man proves, this man has proven in this tournament that he earned, <laughs> he earned oh, no, he's a his spot. He's a baller. Uh, I watched the first game against San Diego State. Buddy Beheim had 16 out of 19 of Syracuse's first points Jeez. in the game. Okay. Then I watched uh, yesterday's, uh, not yesterday's game. Uh, I think it was the day before yesterday, whenever it was. Uh, Buddy Beheim had like 22 in the second half. Like, the boy's out here balling. Okay. He has the size. Mm-hmm. He has the length. He has a beautiful shot. Okay, I always talk about Quentin Grimes for Houston reminds me of Clay Thompson. Buddy Bayheim reminds me of a Chris Middleton. Okay, mm-hmm. the man's he's big, he has size, and he can knock down the three whenever he feels like it. Chris Middleton, you know, he creates his own shots. If y'all know who that is, he plays for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in three point competition maybe last year, the year before, but he led the league in three point percentage one of them years. Anyways, uh, yeah, Buddy Bayheim has definitely a career. He's only a junior, so he could stay. This season at this next season at Syracuse, if he wanted to, mm-hmm. um, but he's definitely a pro. He's de- we're definitely gonna see Buddy Beheim in the league. Yes, Marvin, you have something to say? Well, I'm gonna let you finish before I talk about it. I just want to throw something fun out there. So much you just wave your hand up. Huh? No, the, see, I just see, I was raising my hand. Go ahead, go ahead. Marvin got Marvin got crows in the back. Uh, <laughs> anyway, watch I'm out outside. They about to be picking. They about to be picking at that beard in a minute. Anyway. Um. Anyways, bro. That was just Buddy Beheim. Buddy Beheim is the, gl- the glue. Now, the only thing... Uh, oh, are you about to say something about Syracuse before I move to the... Oh, no, it's team? nothing about Syracuse. It's just about his dad. That's all. What about his dad? You The picking the nose thing? No, the fact that his dad is 76 and he's 20. Uh, and he's... That's how... Yeah. That's how that, that'd be how that's the just, white folks be doing, bro. That's just... Yeah, it's just a little old to be having a kid. That's all. Uh, that's that, all. You know, the older white males, they have kids like that all the time. That's It's becoming they, more of a new thing for us. Like, mm. you know, women are having kids at an older age. Mm-hmm. Woo, woo, woo. But they've been doing it for a minute. I know a lot of people in high school, you know, and their dads were in their, like, 50s, 60s in high school. Okay. All right. So. Go ahead. You know, it'd be like that sometimes. Um, so, Sweet 16 matchup. My two alma maters, Syracuse and Houston. Now, I put a poll on my uh, Instagram to see, you know, who people thought I'd be rooting for. And people actually thought I'd be rooting for Syracuse. Not a lot. I think 25 voted and 19 people chose Houston. But to the people mm-hmm. who thought I was going to choose Syracuse, why? What? <laughs> why? For the people, and the people who chose that went to Syracuse with me. I always had on Houston stuff. I always talked about Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always talked about how much I love Houston, how I love going to school there. Whoa, whoa. Why you think I'm choosing Syracuse? I was my graduate program was a year and six weeks. Okay, uh uh-uh. uh, we got that cougar blood over here, fam. You know, I already I be telling folks I'm from Houston too, but I'm not. I'm from East Texas. You're not. Now. You're from uh, East Texas. I'm from what East Texas? I couldn't say the the last part of that word. I I realized what I was saying and couldn't finish it. So yeah. You're just from oh, middle okay. of nowhere. We'll call it middle yeah. of nowhere, East Texas. That's what we're going to say. Yeah. Actually, no, 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 no. Your house 
is middle of nowhere. I got lost going there at night and couldn't see. So yeah, it's because it, it was foggy. No, it, no, it wasn't foggy until we were on the way back. On the way, I was say it was foggy that night, but whatever, whatever. I do stay in the country, so Longview does have a city, and my home is in outside of city limits in the country. Yes, mm-hmm. is there a problem? Anyways, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my two teams meeting this week sixteen. I'm obviously rooting for Syracuse, but. If I'm not Syracuse, I'm obviously rooting for Houston. So wait a minute. There. Wait a minute. I'm obviously rooting for Houston, and I do think Houston's going to win. But if Syracuse happens to be Houston, I am now rooting for Syracuse for the rest of the tournament. That's fair. You know. That's fair. Now this, I, but I think this. I just is... want to say, mm-hmm. who you know, both they alma mater meeting in Sweet Sixteen. Who you know? I don't know, man. Hey, look, I just, just want to throw it out a... there. It could be a weird couple somewhere that, you know, one went to USC, one went to Oregon or Okay, that happens all the time. No, nah, I know. But yeah, no, nah, that's that's actually pretty cool. Um Yeah. So this is one of those weird scenarios for for Houston. Kinda of that we ran into two years ago, where Houston, who technically a mid major, although they're one of the best teams in the country, runs into a team that's like pretty historic. A couple years ago it was Kentucky. This year it's Syracuse. Um, uh, okay. I'm sorry. You notice I said you can last decades off of a one NCAA championship, right? But yeah. I'm listening. Well, no, but Syracuse is is is, is always one of the better teams in the country. Uh, just was like, always one of the better teams in the country. Yeah, that's fair. They haven't um, been one of the best teams in the country for years fair. now. That's fair. But what I'm saying is. There, there's still a name, like they're, right. they're still up there. Like if you name, if you tell somebody who like just follows college basketball, maybe not to the T, but they know what's going on. You know, name your top five college basketball programs. Syracuse might end up on that list. That's what I'm saying. And if you also ask them to name one your top head coaches, Coach Bayheim's name will pop up. Exactly. That's what that's I what I'm you. saying. Uh-huh. Um, so it, but but I do think that Houston is. Has matured since in the past two years, um, you know, from what they were, which was a mature basketball team. They could have beat Kentucky that year too. Uh, so, I, I I'm I'm hoping and praying that they win and make it to the Elite Eight and then to the Final Four. And I hope that I'm wrong because I picked Michigan to win the uh, championship. But if I did, I don't know if I brought this up to you, but um, I think I brought it up to Dez talking about if. As a as a payback for 2018, for the um, last second shot Michigan hit against Houston, Houston plays Michigan in the championship and does the same thing to them when we win. I'd be perfectly yeah, fine me. with that. Oh, that was mm-hmm. you. Okay, see, mm-hmm. I don't remember who I tell my story. That to. was us, me and your listeners. Sorry. Look, this is a conversation between me and you and agents listening. Anyway, um, uh, uh, see, I love them. Pause. Uh, no, but uh, no, no, no. To I love those them. of you, to our wonderful listeners, I love I, them. I, I believe you are here in this conversation with us. You I include are. you every chance I get. I do not dismiss you as other people. I as don't dismiss you. I would like to apologize on That's his not behalf. what I'm doing. That's I not would what like I'm doing. to what apologize I'm saying on his behalf. Is, Thank you so I'm much sa- for tuning in every week when you could be doing something else better with your time. Thank you. Mervin apologizes to you. You're 100% you. correct. What I'm saying is <laughs> our podcast is a conversation between me and you <laughs> that people listen to. That's what I'm saying. Oh. You don't stop doing that to me. I don't appreciate that. Okay. Keep talking. You should have made me mad now. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
you know, Houston will win if, if, it's a big if, they find an answer for Buddy Bayheim. You cannot mm-hmm. let this man just be going off. Right. All day long. Mm-hmm. And then, but, and then what, what I worry about, um, Houston, let's say Houston wins on Saturday. We're probably playing Loyola Chicago in the next round. And you know me. I believe in the power of prayer. So it's going to take a lot of playing and a lot of uh, a lot of things going right for Houston to win that game. That's all I'm going to say. They, I, yeah, they should win. They uh, should win. They, they, they should, should win. win. They're playing Oregon like, State. Yeah, I, they should win. I don't want to go – I don't ever want to be the guy who picks opponents because picking opponents gets you beat all the time. But Houston That's has a legit – but what I'm saying, Houston Houston has a legitimate shot to the Final Four because if they take care of business Saturday, then they play either Loyola Chicago or Oregon State. Um, that would be on Monday. And they have a legitimate shot at that. Now, when it comes to what would be that next round, you're playing either uh. probably Baylor or Arkansas. Baylor ain't no slouch. <laughs> Baylor will beat you <laughs> and not think twice about it, so... It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough test after that. I will say that, and then after like the other two brackets, I feel like Michigan. It's gonna be Michigan, and, Michigan, and Gonzaga, in the final four. I have Gonzaga winning. And I look, I don't blame you. I tend to have a problem Simply because they're undefeated. Right, it, but see, and they they did a story on ESPN about that. Uh, the last undefeated team to win it all was like in nineteen seventy six. Like, it hasn't happened since then. You looked at uh, Kentucky a few years ago. They were undefeated, and they got beat. Like, it, any other team that's been undefeated in the past almost 20 years falls short somewhere, whether it's history. in the final game or, history like, in the final happens. four. No, you're right. History does happen. But I I have a hard time t- uh, believing that it's going to happen with them. And because, look at their conference. They're playing the West Coast Conference. Like, nothing against them. It's not their fault that they play in that conference. It'd be different if you were coming Don't out. For, wait, wait. Don't forget, Gonzaga has won quite a few of these recent NCAA championships. No, no, I know. So don't but, talk about but, the conference. They ready. No, I'm not. No, no okay. but what I'm saying is it'd be different if they were coming out of the Big Ten or the ACC or something like that, where you're, you're facing top competition every single game. You're not facing that same competition in the West Coast Conference. So... Being bat- there's something that being battle tested and being battle proven that I don't know if they necessarily have. They can prove it in the next four games and shut my mouth, and I'll just have to eat my words. But I just don't see it happening with them. Okay, your argument would have some validity if they don't come in from that conference every year and still come in and dominate every well, year. When you're the only team in that conference. No, but once you're, if you're in a conference, then you come mm-hmm. out and you play teams from other conferences. What I'm saying right. is Gonzaga but, literally comes in every year and dominates. This is mm-hmm. not – they're but used see, to this. But, see, here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. It, it's, it's a slight difference here because we're dealing with essentially maybe not a blue – like a, a bona fide blue blood, but they're one of those teams that you think about. Like you think about, hell, Georgetown. They're one of those teams that you really think about when you think about – college basketball so if i'm a if i'm a high that's level, one of the teams you used to think about in college basketball well, when was the last time georgetown won okay that's something okay, somebody enough. who knows basketball would think about 
fair enough. But what I'm mm-hmm. saying is when you think of, again, those high, those, those big name programs, if I don't make it to Carolina and I don't make it to Duke and I don't make it to Kentucky, and, and I'm still like a five-star recruit, Gonzaga would be on my list because I know at the very least I have a, a good shot at making it to the tournament. I'm, hello? Hello? Just look right. at stats. Oh, okay. Uh, Gonzaga oh. was the NCAA runner-up for mm-hmm. the championship in 2017. Okay. okay. With the same personnel in the, you know, the decision-making market. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you know. I'm just, look. I, they made to Elite Eight in 2019. Okay. Okay. So the last tournament we had. So with the same personnel. Mm-hmm. That you have making the decisions, how do you count them out because of their confidence when these people are the high-pressure people? You when you look at Rutgers. Uh-huh. Rutgers is, um, let's see, Rutgers is, if if Gonzaga played like Rutgers whenever they got to the tournament, mm-hmm. it would make sense. You're just like, oh, they play like that because they're not used to these high-pressure situations. So when you get up a certain amount of points... You know, your coach doesn't make the right call. You know, he makes you do something stupid like holding the ball for a shot, running down 24 seconds, mm-hmm. you know, when a team can still come back. Granted, when you have a Gonzaga, they already know what to do. They coach them, coach them in these pressure situations. You know, they undefeated. That's Granted, true. you said, you know, they haven't been, you know, there hasn't been a team to be undefeated in decades. Whoa, whoa, whoa. History happens. You know what I'm saying? They got a coach that's battleful already. All right. Like we look up, you talk about Michigan, what Michigan did, uh, what Jawan Howard did with Michigan. Jawan Howard, you know, he's he's been around the league. He's been on coaching staffs in the league. If you have, if your main man is battlefield ready, it don't matter what conference you then came from. You know, like you were saying Loyola Chicago. Right. But we talk about Michigan. Uh, Michigan is missing one of their star players, Isaiah mm-hmm. Livers. Um, he's a senior four for them and coach Jawan Howard, the way he's playing right now in this tournament without one of their main men is impeccable to me. But I do think once you get down to the final four or say the championship game, you will start to miss your big man that's out of the game. And I do think that might you know I I would love if if it if it can't be Houston or Syracuse I would love for Michigan to win you know because you know Jawan Howard just came in did his thing it was a whole bunch of naysayers mm-hmm. and it's a black you know it's a black head coach exactly um, but if they were to lose I could see why they are missing one of their main pieces to you know that puzzle but I mean hey you know I'm just saying Gonzaga they got some weight to them mm-hmm. don't don't trip because no, they had to no. come out of the car they got some weight. No, look, I'm not, I never said it couldn't happen. I'm just saying I don't think it will happen. There's a difference. All right, all right then. Do your thing then, fam. Do your thing then. Okay, let me see. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me see. Oh, <laughs> uh, pause. Gonzaga wins their regular season championship every year. I just want to throw that out there. But they haven't won. That pro- uh, NC- <laughs> That kind of it's just, proves. They're just dominating. That kind of proves they're- my point. <laughs> Does it prove your point though? Because they just they they just dominate. But then we, we look at the Sweet Sixteen. If, they make it to the Sweet Sixteen, dang they near every their, year. 
If they win their championship every year, that means there's nobody else that can compete that, with them. That means they're a dominant force, but you're saying nobody can compete with them when they make it to the Sweet 16 also every year where they play the best teams around the country. Yes, but... Uh, 2015, 2016, 2017, yeah. 2018, 2019, 2021. That's Actually, every tournament in the last I six said, years. I never said they weren't good. I never said that. But you said when they come out of this conference, that literally means nothing when it comes to Gonzaga because Gonzaga is always one of the teams left. One of the final teams left. Now, I said they won some championships. I definitely put some words in their mouth. They've never won an NCAA championship. I'm thinking mm, Villanova. Um, but Gonzaga is definitely uh, one of the big hitters when it comes to NCAA tournament. You always mm. hear Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. Because no matter where they came from, when they show up, they're ready to play. That's fair. That's fair. I know it is, Merv. Anyway. It better be fair. Okay, I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, You're all right. Uh, is now the time you want to take a break? Yeah. Yep. This Sunday yeah, Merv. is running through me a little bit. Yes, y'all. Merv literally got to take bathroom breaks like a little kid, bruh. I tell you about that bruh. time. We went to, we drove, <laughs> we drove me to I Syracuse, I was wondering when New this York. story was going to come up. I was wondering we when We drove to Syracuse, New York, y'all. It is a 24-hour trip in the car. It was 25. Car. It was 25. It was 25 hours. Mervin had to stop every three, four hours. And I'm just like, y'all. So I'm going to call my mama, my sister, my friend, uh, 300, and Mervin. And I'm getting on Mervin. I'm like, bro, why you always got to stop here everybody? Get off Mervin. He just got to use the bathroom. Right. Like, bro. So I'm we sorry. Leave, I'm hydrated. We, we leave sorry, one of the I'm gas stations. Myself. We leave one of the gas stations. <laughs> Mervin got him a whole box of fruit snacks. Bruh, why we got to stop again? Because the fruit snacks and gave him the runs. Like, bro. That did not happen. Yes, no, that that bro, did not. I happen. promise you, I, I, if I happen. call my if I call my boy three hundred right now, he was he gonna say remember the bathroom because the fruit snacks got. To I'll, me. I'll I'll give you me having to use the bathroom because I didn't think about the fact that I was drinking water. I'll give you that. You remember the fruit but snacks? I don't remember the fruit, the fruit oh snacks. Oh my you gosh, could be, you could bro. be Ashley. I'm I not wish three hundred. I wish three hundred when they work right now. I would call him. Now, and now I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not gonna. Go 100% and say it didn't happen. I'm just saying, I don't remember it. I'll give you the water. I don't know, but I don't remember the fruit snacks. I remember them. And 300 remembers them too. But go on, take your anyway, little break. You know, take your little potty break. Anyway, we're going to take a break. And we'll here. be right back on the second half of the More Right Than Wrong podcast. This is Mervyn Wright Jr., and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. Welcome back, everybody. To the more right than wrong podcast. This is Mervin over here. This is this sultry, soothing, amazing voice that you hear. That could be the voice of your late night radio. It's Mervin. That's Ashley. My mom over there. did say. My mom did say you had a nice uh, voice. Thank you. And I responded by saying that's the only thing <laughs> nice about him. <laughs> of course. There it is. I was like, there. I know there's a Ashley. I've got. To I didn't point. say that. Huh? I just want. I didn't say that. I just want to say it right now, though. You're, you just can't be nice to me. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I ever did to you other than just be myself. But you just cannot be nice to me. And I don't know why that is. I need you to fix that. That is a character flaw that you need to fix. Ashley? Care to rebut? No? Okay. Uh, well, let's get into the back half of the show. Uh, we're going to discuss the Deshaun Watson situation. Uh, going on down in Houston, um, and then we'll talk about the NBA. Uh, we'll talk about Lamelo Ball, um, and we'll discuss uh, Blake Griffin 
and his first dunk since 2019. I say he jumped over the hood. It wasn't that serious anyway. Um, and we'll talk about the Derrick Jackson situation um, with him and his lady. Uh, so to Deshaun, literally, was it like right after we got off the got done recording last week that the first allegation came out? Because mm-hmm. it, it started last Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Deshaun Watson has been accused by multiple women of uh, sexual misconduct, um, um, mostly, well, mainly massage therapists uh, claiming that he's uh, done some pretty icky, weird stuff. Um, he's had a bunch of, he's at two, I believe now, 16 civil lawsuits. Um mm-hmm. And the uh, attorney, Tony Busby, has brought this forth. Uh, we first heard of this last Wednesday. Um, Deshaun Watson put out a, after the first uh, allegation came out, he put out a post saying that before that, uh, there was an attempt to gain, get like a six-figure sum from him. Um, and then this came out because he refused and he wants to clear his name. And then there have just been more and more and more and more women coming out um, essentially not saying not corroborating that claim but saying that he's done the same thing to them gone to massage parlors and done stuff that he shouldn't be doing in there um, and so um, it's kind of I've, I'm I, this whole situation has been kind of tricky for me I, I don't know how to approach it because I don't want to seem like guy who doesn't believe woman right I don't want to seem like the guy who's like who sees a woman and says that she's just doing something weird, right? Uh, because you, again, above that, you just can't do that anymore. Like, you got to believe women. There there have been so many times where women's not believed, and then they end up getting hurt in obviously different situations. Um, but, I mean, we also know about some situations where the opposite is true. The woman says it, she's believed, man's career goes down a dream, right? Uh, uh, Sean Oakley, remember that? Right, Sean Oakley. And there have been people who didn't even make it to Sean Oakley status, like they were in high school, um, five and star recruits, five star recruits get just got on campus, right? Get get caught up with some with the woman. Uh, it was cons- or it was consensual. She said it wasn't. He gets in trouble, or he didn't even he wasn't even anywhere around him. She said he did it. Bam, his 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 life is ruined, right? Uh, so take you take all that into consideration, and then you take into the fact that into account the fact that. You know, he's trying to leave Houston. Tony Busby lives in Houston. Um, this guy's a slight nut, slight whack job of a lawyer. Um, this man parked the tank on his on his line to piss off his, his uh, homeowners association. Uh, a lady he went on a date with ruined, like, all his artwork and stuff like that. Um, it's been said that him and Cal McNair are friends. Um, and this all comes up when Deshaun Watson is trying to leave the organization. Take all that into consideration. It, it, it's a, it's it, it's a little tricky for me, and and I would obviously love to hear your side of it. Being a woman, I would love to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, I mean, in this situation, I don't necessarily have a side because you know, it's still so or just early. your thoughts, just your thoughts. So much it. of it is coming out. I mean, mm-hmm. I, like you, it, it is coincidental that you know Deshaun Watson has been in the news a lot lately because he mm-hmm. is trying to leave Houston. Um, and then, you know, uh, at the height of it, once Houston, like, grabs another quarterback, then you start hearing rumors that Deshaun Watson has uh, allegedly sexually assaulted these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many cases, so many. 
if it was one or two or if it was one or two, I could see the argument that maybe he didn't do it be I could see it being more um mm-hmm. a, a more reasonable more. argument. I could see somebody say right. it and you can't really say anything about that person who said it. Um but they said it's multiple women. Um mm-hmm. a lot of women. And when I was reading the stuff about the case, now I'm I'm impartial to this because like Deshaun Watson could be completely innocent. Okay. And some people could be lying. Some women could be lying on him. But also on the other end, you know, these women could be telling their truth. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun Watson could be this sexual predator that they are saying he is. Um, but I was reading on a case and uh, Deshaun Watson's lawyer says he has proof that at least one of, he didn't say at least one, but he was talking about one of the cases. He has mm-hmm. proof that um, said allegation is false because the woman had, when she, when she asked for a plea, I'm not a plea, a settlement, mm-hmm. she admitted to having consensual sex with Deshaun Watson. Now, if all these situations were consensual sex or whatnot, what have you, uh, it still looks bad on him because mm-hmm. he has a very public girlfriend in which he, you know, showboats around. You know what I'm saying? So it, it either way, either way you slice it, it looks a bad, bad situation for Deshaun. Um, also, a few of these um, people say he messaged them on Instagram to reach out for a therapist mm-hmm. and whatnot. And, you know, it it could be some, if you're reaching out to somebody via Instagram, it could be some some messages, you know, that could come out. That's why I say it's too, still too early to see. Uh, this is very alarming on either side. Whatever way you slice it, it's very alarming. Uh, you know, the man had a, a clean record before this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I don't know what his future looks like in the NFL. Um, because I mean, these are very serious allegations, right. very serious. This is not a sexual harassment, these are at this point sexual assault and coercing yeah. people to do sexual things. So, this right. is very serious. It's and, and, and the problem, what, what's gonna suck for him, let's say he's completely innocent, right? Or, or it, it's it's that tricky area of. If you settle, like if you just pay it all off and this all goes away, 10 years from now, people are still going to hear Deshaun Watson's name and say he did something or he wouldn't have settled, right? It's kind of like the Ben Roethlisberger thing. There are a lot of women and men who, when they think Ben Roethlisberger, when they hear Ben Roethlisberger's name, they think of the sexual assault uh, issues he had, uh, you know, a few years ago. And so it's going to be that same thing. It's going to follow him the rest of his career, whether he did it or not. Unless he, unless this thing like somehow get, turns criminal and goes to trial and he's acquitted of everything, it's going to follow him. Um, yeah, I do. You say if this thing goes away, I don't see it going away. Well, um, when I say go away, also... I mean I mean like just pay it, like cash settlements right. for everybody, and it just right. and we don't talk about this anymore. But. The reason why I say I don't see this going away is because uh, the DA can choose to make this a criminal mm-hmm. case because these are right. actual criminal activities in which these women are alleging. So they can actually turn this into a criminal case. And then right. at that point, you know, I mean, you, you have to have the victim in a sexual assault case to get a conviction. 
but right. it could turn criminal. So uh, these are very serious allegations. Like very, I read all sixteen uh, blurbs of lawsuits, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow, these are very serious, and they all they're yeah. all similar. Mm-hmm. So. And, and then my my only my other thing is and and I could look if I'm wrong let me know but I I think part of what kind of plays into the trickiness of it is the fact that it's all just civil you know like and none of it's criminal like I would think that I look and again tell me if I'm wrong but I would think that in a situation like this I'd be going criminal and the fact that like we had gotten into the dozens of people and and HPD still has said we don't have anything like this isn't criminal so well nobody said any nobody's filed any cri- criminal okay, complaints I, okay yeah i'm about to say they didn't say it wasn't criminal yeah they yeah but, but like nobody complaints. have filed anything there have been nothing to deal with hpd or whatever jurisdiction it would have been in or like you know the harris county to, but, to for them to you know have anything i mean we've seen this before though i'm not trying to compare Deshaun Watson to Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. but uh, Harvey Weinstein, people were civil, civilly suing him before That's, the criminal okay. charges ever got brought up. Yeah. So um, I think sometimes what happens is somebody will sue somebody, and then other women will be like, "Oh, I had the same story. Mm-hmm. This also happened to me." Then they get on the lawsuit, and then they go on to pursuing criminal charges. But okay. like we said, we don't know if Deshaun did this. We don't know if he didn't do this. Um, mm-hmm. You know. But a lot of women are coming forward saying right. he did these things. So, and it's still early in the situation. Uh, literally, like every day, a new lawsuit is coming right. out. So we'll just we'll just have to wait uh, to see what happens in the situation. I mean, it mm-hmm. is it's sad. You know, one of the elite black quarterbacks in uh, the NFL right now is going through this. Um, yeah. Or, but you know, hey, we just got to see what happens. Right. So it. I have to ask. You don't think the Texans are are, are behind this, do you? Never. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm no, I, and I'm, I'm I'm asking a serious question. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, that was a serious I, question. I I would not um, accuse a team of doing something of this magnitude. I would not do that. Those okay. are serious. Those are serious allegations as well. That that's also well, criminal. Say hypothetically speaking, if the Texans were behind it, it's also criminal, and it could also oh, yeah. it it is grounds to get that whole whoever's behind it, all of them thrown out and get new leadership over there. Oh, so yeah, uh, yeah. It, look, it could be literally how, the death of their organization. Look, again, we talked about the not the convenience, but the the coincidence the. You know, the, the coincidental nature, the, the, timing. the timing of the fact that Tyrod Taylor got uh, signed after they said there's no contingency, after he said he doesn't want to play there anymore, do this. Now his trade value, had, well, his trade value really hadn't dropped because teams are still said, <laughs> teams are still said we will, we will take him. Um, but, you know, you can drop his trade value and then now he's stuck there and can't go anywhere else i'm just saying i'm not saying i'm not gonna 100 come out and say that they did it but if it comes out that they did this guy would not be surprised about it just putting it out there this girl just you know i just can't accuse people of stuff so uh you know well you might not be able to but I, look i didn't make the accusation <laughs> i just said it's i just said what if 
Um, but then let, let, let's look past, let, let's say this all for, for the sake of this conversation, let's say this all comes out to not be true. Um, and he, you know, is good to go and his football career can proceed as, as planned. What does it look like on a football field for him? Like, does he still, cause what if this drags on to July and then his name gets cleared? Now he can't go anywhere or now it's tough for him to go somewhere. If he does, now he has to learn a whole new system in two weeks before the season starts. You know, like now it's put everybody, it's put him behind the eight ball to where if he was to get traded, if somebody picked up the phone right now and gave them the Texans an offer, they couldn't refuse. But this is July. Now what? Now he, now he's behind the eight ball. I will say if I'm Deshaun Watson, uh, Football is my career, yes, but uh, number one priority is clearing my name. I'm not oh, worried yeah. about trading. I'm not worried about trades. Yes. I'm not worried about any of that. No, number one priority. But, but listen is to what you said. But listen to what you just said. That would kind of play into that theory. He doesn't. Yes, he can't but, worry about getting traded right now because he got to worry uh, about clearing his name. Just saying. But if I'm Deshaun Watson and I'm in this situation, if I had to pick one, your name cleared, or mm-hmm. you know you being able to play football again next season, I'm definitely picking name cleared. Yeah, no, uh, I think it, if if yeah. he think worry about his trade stock right now, I think he worry about the wrong thing. No, look, I'm just saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying, yeah. but if he's worried about his trade stock right now, because you, you like have to think, these things he, can turn criminal, and no, no, that's I, true. But, okay, but if but what I'm saying is if he if he knows 100 percent that he didn't do it. He knows he you has can, nothing to worry about. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. And uh, well, aren't you the, a blackmail? Well, I'll just, that's the, not how it works that's the unfortunate thing. That's the unfortunate thing. Exactly. What that's I'm saying, what I'm saying. You know, but, because but, there are charges that could go criminal. Mm-hmm. Your number one priority should be trying to clear your name, trying to get all the facts you can. Right. Hopefully you got some security cameras in your house because some of the allegations were said to be in his house. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you said if you know you ain't got nothing to worry about, that's not how our justice system works. So many black men have gone to to prison for things that they did not do. So I, you know, I think we should, uh, you know, oh, oh no, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just at this point, I'm not worried about Deshaun Watson's trade stock. I'm just worried about this, this these that's cases. Fair. But I'm saying if I'm him, I'd be worrying about both. I'd be worrying, make sure my name is cleared. Yes, but one of them is Before, way more. But I'm still. But I'm still going to be in the gym, making sure I'm ready. Oh, yeah. You're still going to be in the gym because you also have to get your mind off of something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. One of his... Uh, it's just like it's just like Kobe. When when Kobe was going through his uh, his trial... That was one case. No. What I'm saying is when Kobe was going through his trial, those nights he had... Those days he had trial and a game at night, he was balling those nights. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you still... You know, you're still in the gym and stuff like that. But uh, right now... When it comes to trade, honestly, Deshaun has really no say so nowadays. When it comes to trade, he honestly didn't have say so before because Texas said they weren't let go, letting them go. That's true. That's but he honestly, true. like, right now you just need to clear your name. That's what need to be on your mind, priority. Mm-hmm. You obviously need to be in the gym because you that's your job. You can still mm-hmm. go to work when you're going through things, but your number one priority needs to be clearing your name if there is a name to clear. Let's say that's that. Fair. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. Well, let's move on to uh, LaMelo Ball. Now, let me just say, I, Ashley Moore, was tweeting the night of the draft. Shoot, before the draft, I've always been a mellow believer. You know me, I'm more uh-uh, of a player. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm going to stop you right there on, on, on problem number one. 
he does not get to be mellow. He is not mellow. He is love mellow. Oh my gosh, bro! Mellow no. even said it's okay. If Mellow says it's Mellow himself, I don't care what Mellow said. Oh my I'm gosh. saying love mellow is Lamelo. Mellow is Carmelo. Thank you. Continue. If Lamelo, if Carmelo Anthony says it's okay for him to go by Mellow, he said he's honored. In fact, so if he says it's okay, I'm not about to keep saying love mellow, love mellow, love mellow, mellow. Okay. Anyways, Lamelo Ball. Thank you. Thank you. I just don't understand people see this is what I'm talking about. This what this is why Sharon Osborne in the situation she in. People be so worried about an issue that's not even an issue to the people who said it. <laughs> you, they don't got nothing to do with them. It affects it Mello. does have something to do with us. No, it's it does my not. childhood. Thank you. It affects Mello, and Mello said he is okay with it. So it does not matter. I listen, I've been on the Carmelo Anthony bandwagon. I literally argue with my entire class, my entire sports broadcasting class mm. at Syracuse saying Melo was a superstar and people saying he wasn't a superstar. At a school that Melo won the championship for. Yes, I love me some Carmelo Anthony. But let's get to okay. LaMelo Ball. When it comes to basketball, I am more of cuz teams just change so much. I they wasn't do. raised in a in a city with with a team. Dallas is the closest team, but, you know, I don't really fool with Dallas like that. Go Mavericks. So, I always go with my favorite player. Wherever my favorite player is going is where I'm going. Like me, LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? The GOAT. Mm-hmm. LaMelo Ball Third. is somebody. LaMelo Ball is somebody who I have followed for a while. Um, I follow uh, uh, all these little high school uh, AU accounts on YouTube because I like seeing them all, you know, like when Zion was in high school. Right. All them other people. Well, anyways, LaMelo has been balling since. Since he dropped the 94 points in his high school game, since he that pointed at the since he pointed at the half-court line and pulled up and made that thing. Like, I have loved his game since. I love their um, uh, Ball Family Facebook uh, episodes. I didn't watch most of them, but whenever I did watch some of them, LaMelo, he's like me. He's a little a-hole when it comes to sibling rivalry. Oh. But when it came to the draft, I'm like, I'm tweeting. LaMelo needs to go first. They were like, nah, LaMelo ain't going to go first. This person going to go first, and then this person going to go second, and then maybe LaMelo. I'm like, bro, do y'all not see (laughs) that this man is the most, that this man is the most ready? You can literally go through my tweets. No, 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 you're right. What I'm saying is that I think people were were replying to me. Yes, I think people were replying to me, nah, this person's going next. I'm just like, bro, are these teams blind? LaMelo easily the most ready out of all of those people. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Michael Jordan got him. Snagged him. Whoop, whoop. LaMelo Ball going into uh, all-star break, leading all rookies points per game, assist point per game, uh, rebounds per game, steals per game. Like, every major statistical category, he was leading all rookies. Literally clear shots for rookie of the year. Well, it is after all-star break, what, it's like two weeks now, two, three weeks, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, LaMelo was playing basketball, and when he went up, you know, he got fouled, and he tried to break his fall with his hands and fractured his wrist, his shooting wrist at that. So um, he had surgery uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, one of those two, and they're saying he could be out for the rest of the season. Some people saying, you know, he might make it back for the last month. Basically, Melo's out for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. I say all that to say this. Melo should still get rookie of the year. 
Now, this is not a Zion Williamson situation where uh, John Morant won because John Morant played, you know, 67 games compared to uh, Zion Williamson's 24. Mm -hmm. uh, Melo Ball has played 41. He's played half the season. He's played 41 games. Okay. Brain Charlotte <laughs> is a bottom-tier team. He has brought national acclaim to Charlotte. Gave MJ a reason to want to be, you know, it gave him something to be proud of. He has made Charlotte a must-see TV team, okay, because everybody wants to see Charlotte play basketball because of LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball has made them a playoff contender. When he was playing, they were sitting at number eight, okay? So it's a playoff contender. That's a, that's a playoff spot, an eighth spot. Um, and still, to this day, he still led in uh, – he was second in points. Hold on, let me pull up his stats. He was second in points out of all rookies. These are uh, all rookie stats. Second in points, first in rebounds, first in assists, first in steals. In half of the season. So, the only person who is up with him on rookie of the year is Anthony Edwards. Now, while Anthony Edwards is a good player, while he is a great player, um, the main thing to me is Minnesota. He plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota has the worst record in the league. <laughs> they do. Uh, that they do. <laughs> they have the worst record in the league. Uh, I'm sorry, but Melo literally led in every statistical category before he got hurt, and his he was leading his team to become a playoff contender. Had to work his way off the bench. Didn't score his first in his NBA debut, and literally is leading this team to the playoffs. If your head-to-head -head match is Anthony Edwards, who is playing great, by the way. He had like a 42-point game the other day. He's playing great, but your team is still at the bottom of the league. I'm sorry. That right there should knock you off of... That right there should give Melo even more of an edge. But I think he should still get rookie of the year. Like, you play half the season. If he, We all see how he play. Had he kept playing, he would have won rookie of the year. And if Anthony Edwards wins rookie of the year, you know what? It needs to be a Fat asterisk beside it because you only got that because Melo got hurt. Right. So I'm going to to add kind of add to this conversation and kind of I guess just keep it going. I when you when you mention that I'm thinking of a couple years ago. This was okay. So 2017 when Russell Westbrook won his MVP, right? And there were, it would no. Hear me. Out. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out what is that in your background. Is that a bird? Oh, probably. Okay. I'm outside. Sue me. So. But it's like a constant noise, like somebody's on a swing set or something. Yeah. Like needs some WD forty. Birds chirp. Enjoy the sounds of nature while I talk. Now, uh, <laughs> so. It was uh, 2017. It was the competition between Russell Westbrook and James Harden for the MVP. Um, that was the year Russell Westbrook. He like yeah, he averaged a triple double. He was balling out, and OKC was a seven seed, right? And uh, the Rockets were like a top two, top three seed in the West. But to me, and I figured uh, Russell Westbrook was going to win because, like you mentioned, if Russell Westbrook wasn't playing as good as he was, OKC was not going to be in the playoffs that year, right? Rockets would have made the playoffs with uh without James Harden. They would have been an eight seed, but they would have made the playoffs. So like wait, there was wait. an elevate Did you huh? say this was a season Russell was averaging a triple double? Yes. 
Oh, I mean that alone. I mean I don't see how this is a comparison because that alone wouldn't you have. No, no, but, but what I'm saying is, it, it's that without the like, okay, without this person, this team might be the 14th or 15th seed in their conference, and, and oh, that, sure. that's what OKC would have been without Russell Westbrook that year. Same sure. thing with with, with Lamelo Ball. If he's not there, like you said, they're 11, 12 seed or whatever. They're Play still maker. an eight, but he's a playmaker. They're an eight seed, right? And they're probably going to miss the playoffs because he's going to be out for essentially the rest of the season, maybe say for a couple weeks. But if they're the 13th seed with a week left, they're wild rushing back, let them rest, you know, get up to par, get up to 100%, and come back in September. Um, so, you know, with that being said, you mentioned that in Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is a baller, too. Yeah, Don't get balling, me wrong. Like, sure. they're, they're all balling. And, and just to, a year. Right. Oh. That was a, that <laughs> wasn't a dunk. That was a massacre. He didn't have to do that <laughs> like that. Yo, actually, that dunk was so good. ESPN was doing a special about dunks the next day, and it somehow made it into that package. And yep. you know that package mm-hmm. was already done. And they were like, we yep. got to put this in there. That's how good that dunk was. Um, and then even James Wiseman. James Wiseman is playing great basketball out in, um, is he? in Golden State. Look, Golden State's not that good this year, okay? They're not uh, what they used to be. James Wiseman is also not that good. He's anyway, literally, that man is frustrated on the court. Draymond's well, trying to take him under his wing. He's frustrated because he's not playing the way he should be. Let's let's look at James Wiseman's well, stats. Any, what I'm saying is they're all playing great. But if I had to pick, I'm taking LaMelo just because of, like you said, this guy is the reason. Like, the, like Golden State's going to be in a, with With Steph and Draymond, Golden State will be in the playoffs. No no problem. Or at the very least, in in the play-in situation at the Golden, end of the season. Go, <laughs> wait. <laughs> you said, without a doubt, because they have Steph and Draymond, they're going to be in the playoffs? Yes. I think Steph Curry just got hurt, to be honest. You, you know what? He might. Well, I'm telling if we're taking total, if we're taking it right now, that's what I'm saying. Like if they were He's to keep, be out they, for another week, if they were to keep playing, oh, that's right. Yeah, I heard Houston. Well, I'm saying if they were to keep playing, if they're playing full season, they're good. But without uh, Lamelo, I think they okay. are. I think I they don't are. think so. But well, hey, we disagree on a lot of things. But if but without Lamelo there, there's no no doubt in my mind, Charlotte would be another or 13 seed again. Oh, for sure. For sure, Melo's averaging 16 points per game, and he pause. This man is a playmaker. His mm-hmm. basketball IQ to be a mm-hmm. rookie is just so impressive. Mm-hmm. At the way it just keeps it literally. And, when you watch him play, he gets better and better. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 we always said, I think when when Lonzo first got in the league, it was always like, okay, there's Lonzo, Leangelo, uh, he'll he Jello. played basketball. Jello. He play, Leangelo. Jello. That's his nickname, Jello. Nobody oh, no call him oh. by his. I don't even know. Nobody call him by his real name. Just call him Jello. Anyway, that's what. That's what Lavar call him. Anyway, okay, Jello. I ain't call no grown man Jello. Leangelo. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, he played basketball, but Lonzo. I mean, uh, Lamelo. That's the one you got to watch out for. He gonna be the the absolute oh. stud. Yeah, and that's La- exactly. Lavar always said that's his best son. He are a, and and here we are. <laughs> Look, Lonzo. Lonzo was and is good. Nobody take that away from him. But Lamelo is like you got Lamelo up all the way up here, and then like Lonzo is like right in here, like good solid player. Don't, not gonna take it from him. But yeah, his, his little brother got him beat by a lot. Yeah, for sure, 
for sure. Um, yeah, I think to, to close this out, get that man his rookie of the year. He deserves mm-hmm. it. Give him his rookie of the year. Don't play. At this point, if Anthony Edwards gives it, give gets it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw the man give it to Lamelo. Like, come on now. At this point, mm-hmm. Lamelo, if had he not gotten hurt, he was everybody's clear cut, clear right. cut rookie of the year. And I remember that John Morant. Zion Williamson season where Zion Williamson only played 24 games when he was averaging like 20 points in the games that he did play. He still right. got one vote for MVP. Everybody else MVP votes went to John Morant, but he still got one vote. Now I need more people to, you know, be like the one voter who voted for Zion Williamson. Granted, you shouldn't have, right. but <laughs> I need y'all to put things into perspective. Had LaMelo still be, he didn't slow down. Had mm-hmm. he been still playing, he would have one rookie of the year, but that's well, it. That, and again, Zion played, what'd you say, like 20 games or something? 24 games, yeah. 24 games? LaMelo's played... LaMelo, LaMelo, being at 41, played half the season if this was a normal season. So he's played more than half the season. I think that should I be think they're, still, they're still doing 80-something games. No, they're doing 72. Oh, they're doing 72? I thought they were doing 82. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, they just released the other half of the yeah. Other schedule. Yeah. So so if you... So, so he's played more than half of the season, so he exactly. deserves more than half of the votes. Exactly. That's a great way to put it. Uh, Blake Griffin joins the Nets and Ducks for the first time since 2019. Blake Griffin, first game as a Net. He got traded from the Pistons. Mm -hmm. Uh, First game as a Net, he gets in the game, and his only points, he only had two points that game, he dunked. Granted, Mm -hmm. Washington, the way they play defense, it looked like they wanted him to dunk. It looked like they wanted to see the dunk because they were just standing in the lane. The man had an easy passageway to go dunk. He dunks, and... um, you know, he was pretty happy about it. People was cheering. Woo, 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 woo. Next game, he comes out and plays eight. Now, um, Blake Griffin has been hurt the last few seasons. I don't think he's played a full season since he left the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the first dunk since 2019, I get some people will put an asterisk on the way he didn't play full seasons. But this is Blake Griffin. The man just, used to catch lobs literally every other play. He didn't. He wasn't, he wasn't dunking in Detroit because he didn't want to mm-hmm. be there. He wasn't right. having no fun. But, like, honestly, I was shocked when I saw that, like, a couple, like, a few weeks ago. They were like, yeah, he had dunks since 2019. And I was like, what? Like, that didn't make sense. Because, like, like you said, this is Mr. Slam Dunk Champion. This is Mr. Jumped Over the Kia. Even though, if you ask me, it would have been better if he jumped over the roof. He still did it, right? So, yeah. It's, but I will say this. Putting him on the nets is not fair. Because they already have KD, they already have Harden, and when it's not his birthday or something else going on, Kyrie uh, and Kyrie is playing, they have all three of them. Not saying that Blake Griffin adds to that exponentially and makes them a legitimate championship contender more than they already were, but he it's not fair. He definitely does make them a better team. No, he, exactly, he definitely does make them presence. a better team. No, no, exactly. No, I'm not talking about him on the on the scoring and as a, from a scoring aspect or the the hype and the the dunks that we used to see but yeah like you said he does defend and what's been the net's biggest problem all year they'll score 145 but you might score but they might allow somebody to score 150 they couldn't they couldn't stop a nosebleed right and so having him there just it, it helps their team a lot but to the dunks it's weird again this is blake griffin like when he first came to the league you were you were good for a good five or six dunks those first few years of him just yamming it on somebody. Uh, wasn't was he the one? No, 
Was he the one that put Brandon Knight in the coffin, or was it DeAndre Jordan? I think it was DeAndre Jordan. It was DeAndre Jordan. He was on the court. Look, Blake Griffin and Chris Paul being Lob City was something like when that when that combination got put together, it was like, oh my god, we're gonna get alley. I bet ESPN and Fox Sports were just so happy because they're like, we're gonna get alley oop highlights every night. Like we're not gonna have to worry about it. Since you mentioned Chris Paul, I just have to throw in there. Shout out to him for making the Suns. Uh, one of the best teams in the West right now. Chris, mm-hmm. not only does LeBron James have a few more seasons, Chris Paul, too, has a few more seasons. But, okay, back to what yes. you were saying. But, yeah, I bet they were just just giddy as all get out because they knew, okay, we're going to have highlights that we can run on a loop for the next year. And then when the next season started, they probably said the exact same thing. So, for him to go from high flyer to – Utility man, it's a little weird, but I'm happy for him because if AD and LeBron don't come back 100%, they're winning the championship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they added Blake Griffin, and I was I was already a little scared. Mm-hmm. But now LeBron hurt, AD hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, not only do they have to recover, but you have to get them back and get the chemistry flowing with the team at this point, unless LeBron, you know, puts on his goat cape like he mm-hmm. normally does, um, at this point, Brooklyn Nets are favorites, in my opinion, to win the championship. So, uh, uh, yeah. Hey, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. I hate to say it, but, I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to be oh, tough. Little, little to Ashley going to be sad when her, when her Lakers get beaten in the Western Conference Finals. I didn't say it was going to give me the Western Conference I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Although it could happen. Like I said, LeBron James is hurt. LeBron James hurt. Anthony Mm -hmm. Davis is hurt. Yeah. Not only do they have to come back, but they have to come back at their level of playing. Plus, you have to come back and build the team chemistry again. And LeBron. And lineups. As we've seen, (sighs) as we've seen through multiple clips, LeBron James is 36. (laughs) Like, it, it takes a lot more for him to come back from injury now. Then it he's would. Still, he's still Superman, yeah. though. But yes, no, no, right. and he is. But, but, and I, I, it's really tough to say this. Well, what Tom Brady is doing in the NFL, but Father Time is undefeated, and after a while, that that stuff does kind of catch up with you. Like it's a lot harder for you, for a thirty-six year old to come back from an injury than a twenty-six year old. You know. Yeah, but if I'm him, I'm pulling a book out of Chris Paul's. I'm pulling a page out of Chris Paul's book. Chris Paul's old too. And mm-hmm. he'd have had some injuries recently, and he's yeah. old. They're the same age, basically. Best friends, been in the league, yeah. same. Like, no, you know, and, and just I'm not, I'm not saying, don't sweat it. You know, again, he got I'm not the saying best. it can't. I'm not saying it can't happen. What I'm saying, he spent a million dollars tougher. on his body every year. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Must you be should, nice, but, right? Must be nice. But uh, we'll see. If yeah. we'll see if LeBron James will come back 100. percent They're not winning, and yeah. Brooklyn's easily winning it. Well, not easily, mm-hmm. but he'll put up a fight. But yeah, yeah. I mean, AD has to be 100% too for exactly. for, for Lakers to win. So, we, we just going to see. Me and you discuss a lot of stuff, but we can both agree that if we've seen LeBron by himself multiple times in these situations <laughs> when he was in Cleveland, it didn't it didn't turn out too good for him. He's not – well, it's not fair. I won't say he's by himself. Kuzma is still a solid player. I don't know why he gets so much hate. Uh, but, yeah. Because the dude be fouling, just doing the most random fouls. <laughs> Like what are you doing? Some some moments he's just not there. Like 
Get in the game, Kuzma. Get in the game. It's just he's just young. Mm. See, well, I would say young. Lamelo Ball wouldn't do that, but you know, he just Lamelo Ball has played pro ball before too. Remember, his dad took him out of school and sent him. How over many to years you. has Kyle Kuzma been in the NBA? Well, fair enough. Thank you. <laughs> like, come on now. I forgot. <laughs> come on now. We ain't talking about no rookie. We talking about uh, somebody who's been in the league for a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, Blake Griffin, excellent addition from the Brooklyn Nets. I would say excellent addition. Yes. All right, so let's get to our culture segment of the day. Uh, uh, what do you call him? Relationship expert? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> right. Rela- yeah, relationship- he's an expert already. Okay, wait. Social media relationship influencer. Derek Jackson. What- I was about to say, I'm going to see what Google refers to him as. Go yeah, ahead. Look, look what that is. But, uh, okay. Hold People- on. Uh, um when I type his name in on Google, like, you know how, like, when you're on your phone to type it in, it'll, when it's, like, a suggestion what he, what they are will come up, it, mm-hmm. it, it literally just says YouTuber. That's all it says. Well, uh, people go watch his videos on the internet for relationship advice. Right. Um, well, the man talks about how, you know, women should leave uh, guys if they're no good, if they keep cheating mm-hmm. on them, if they don't add value to their lives, mm-hmm. uh, etc. That's what he does. He talks to women i guess he talks to men too he talks to men about the value of women if she's not you know ooh. but men think the man's a snitch <laughs> like they'd be like okay now <laughs> we're like shut up shut, shut up, up bro well anyway so apparently Derek jackson has a, a big old following now i myself ashley i follow people like on the internet who are funny or they rap or they play sports or something like that i'm not about to follow another grown person and listen to them for advice every single day, just holding on to the, you know, holding on to the videos. Like, oh, well, what did Derek Jackson say? I'm in a situation where like, well, what did Derek Jackson say? Like, people look up to this man, like, completely. And that's, that, this is his biggest, this is your biggest downfall. We look up to people, and we are all human, by the way. We look up to people so much, we don't think that they could be something else or uh, something that they don't, you know, give off. The man came out as a straight hypocrite, okay? I'm not giving my opinion. This is not my opinion. This is what happened. (laughs) The literal definition of a hypocrite. Doing things (laughs) that you would tell other people not to do or that you would urge other people not to do. Like, you're literally doing what you're telling other people not to do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, come to find out, he was seeing some girl, and he told the lady he and his wife were separated, The, the man who preaches oneness and being loyal and commitments and how to keep your spouse. Apparently he was cheating with this girl. He told her he and his wife were separated. He even invited her him to her to his house. He's had her friends over there. He said uh, one of his close friends over there. If I'm a wife, me and that friend gotta talk. Um he apparently right. even had homegirl in his marital bed. He went on Instagram and uh, Instagram Live and admitted to cheating on his wife several times. And by cheating, we mean having sex with someone other than your wife. He, as, far, as far as you can go, he did it. Mm-hmm. As he is telling his truth, he is holding his wife's hand so dearly. And she's just sitting there. She looked like she don't want to be there, but apparently she did want to be there. She ain't got hair done. She ain't got fine it on. She ain't got. She got her bonnet on, a little cap. I thought that was like a little knit cap. I don't know what that was. You know, she's not looking 
the best. Right. And the reason why I say that, she, the reason why I say that, I'm not saying she should have looked the best for her man's confession video to his fans about how he has been a terrible person and a terrible husband. It just gives people room to say, well, that's why he cheated. Look at him. Look at the that's girl he smart. cheated with. And look at the... No, no, no. Right. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that's not I'm fair. I'm not saying that's what I was gonna I say. That, exactly. I was gonna say that's not. I'm fair. not. I'm saying that's not fair. Like the, for one, she should have been in the video. This right. is not your truth. You have been, you know, you have yeah. been uh, cheated on. You have been disrespected. You know, right. he has gone against the vows that y'all committed. So, and he's profiting off this video, by the way. Right. <laughs> he's profiting right. off this. is still going to get thousands of views on his YouTube channel. Right. He's still going to make and, money off of this. And you're just sitting there making yourself a target for other people. Now, granted, I guess once you get married, you give up the eyes for us. But this man gave up the us for the eyes. Mm -hmm. So, I feel bad for her because people are saying this is why he cheated. Because you don't look a certain way. Or, you know, whoa, whoa, In the house. In the house. Yes. But it was a broadcast going out to thousands of hundreds of thousands of people that hundreds of thousands of people I've seen I think uh, if you add those views it has to be over a million at this point I was about to say yeah I don't even know this man it. I've seen him before but I have definitely been following the story because you know when you see people gonna do some research continue when you see people you know preaching stuff mm -hmm. you just always have to remember that there is a chance that they're human and they can slip up Okay, mm -hmm. like the Kirk Franklin situation, you know what I'm saying? But right. you know what the church folks was doing? They were saying, we're not canceling Kirk Franklin. We know what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know sometimes your kids get on your nerves, you just got to cuss them out. That's what church right. folks were saying. Oh, because we're at 637,000 views by now. Go ahead. On what? YouTube. YouTube. Okay, because he has it on his YouTube, but he also has it on Instagram. Oh. And you also make money from Instagram. And I think it's Go on ahead. Facebook, too. <laughs> And don't forget, Shade Room also has it on their Facebook. So listen. Yeah, but you don't make money from Shade Room talking about. No, I'm saying I'm saying how many people have have seen it. Oh, a lot, probably. Uh, but yeah, um, homegirl, I understand you, the wife, but him apologizing to me, you should make him do that by himself. Yes, Marvin. How many views does he have on Instagram? Two million five hundred eighty-six thousand. I told you. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> This man is making money off of his off wife's of expense. Mm-hmm. And she just sitting there. And she's just sitting there. Now I just don't understand. Ain't no way. I'm sorry. Ain't no way. Even if I took my significant other back for cheating. Because mm -hmm. to me, when it comes to cheating, there are levels to it. There is a forgivable level and there's an unforgivable level. To me, there Jackson passed the unforgivable level. Like they people got receipts of him cheating when they was like dating before they were married. Mm -hmm. And I think he kinda hinted to that being true. Right. Um. But this man has constantly cheated on you, and cheated on you in your own bed, in the house that you raise your kids in. Right. Do you think I'm gonna be sitting there now holding hands with you? Right. Like I think you know. I think you 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 kind of hit on it right there because there there like you said, there's levels to it. Inappropriate to, uh, texting. Okay, you know, flirting or whatever. Wife can come to you. Hey, chill out with that. You know what? My bad, baby. I'm sorry. Let's let's keep pushing. But not only did he have sex, he had sex in 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 wife him and wife's bed. That's yep. that's grounds for you getting killed, buddy. Like in the in the wrong relationship, you might get killed for that. And, and oh yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, and, and you know I me, mean? I don't I don't judge because we've discussed. I I'm not perfect, you know what I'm saying. But there's certain things you just don't do. And again, we mentioned a while ago, don't judge people or you're gonna get judged back. 
he he's the same man that that talked about uh john gray when he when it was found out he was cheating on his wife don't do it look and if john gray doing, said he didn't have sex with woman that's what he said right if you're doing the exact same thing you should probably shut your damn mouth <laughs> that yeah. that's probably a good idea because what's going to happen is receipts are going to start coming out now to the video and to his wife um beautiful woman by the way respectfully um if i'm her i would not, i'm like you i would not be in that video <laughs> this is <laughs> <Right>? not <laughs> this hold is hold his hand so tightly hold my hand so tight this is not for me to discuss well first and foremost not that you obviously don't cheat on your woman don't cheat on your husband don't cheat on you on your significant other but if you do if this is between me you and the if it's between me you and the other woman we'll keep between me you and the other woman and leave it at that okay well you can't do that when the other woman takes it publicly okay and if the other woman takes it publicly you know what i'm gonna do i'm going to still leave it between me you and the other woman i look you can't do that though if but you're no, of his status you and you have a, his following, you literally have to address you know, it. But you know what? You know what I would say? I would say, look, okay. Woman brought something up. We handled it in-house. Not gonna go through. Why would? Because he he started giving details. Why would I get? Why would I be holding my woman? Look, if I'm married to this woman, I love her to death, and I would hate to see her hurt. Why would I, as the man in this relationship, she's obviously, hopefully, probably taking me back here, which is the only reason she's in this video. Why would I be holding her hand so tightly and so lovingly, like we just walked down the aisle and said our I do's, and explain to the world, to over 3 million people, that yeah, uh, I was texting this woman, I was having sex with this woman, I haven't had sex with her in the bed. I don't care if we squash this. If we Wait, squash this. In the video, did he say he had sex with her in the bed? I think we learned that well, from, I don't, her, well, I don't from, know. The, from the girl. But what I'm saying is, because she, I saw she did a video also just explaining why she was there and all this stuff. And she was saying it already been discussed, yada, yada, yada. If it had been discussed, then it had been discussed already. There was no reason for me to discuss this even further. And then again, even not on, even if not on purpose, I'm making money off of this. So now, not only did I cheat on my wife, not only have I put her through hell and brought her back, I am bringing her through hell again and making money off of it. That's not okay. Okay. Um, I understand us as normal people, we're not bringing it to the internet. He right. literally has to. It's an obligation. If he wants people to keep viewing his stuff and he wants to keep making money, he has to bring it to the internet because that's how he makes his money. That is literally how he makes okay. his money. If you are somebody who gives relationship advice and then it comes out and your fans know and your fans are under your videos commenting, uh, what's going on? Did you cheat on your wife? Etc. Because they are in his comments. Did you cheat on your wife? You have to say something because if you don't, you will lose your fan base and you will lose the thing you made money off of. Well, you know what's easier? Don't be in relationship advice out here breaking up relationships. Uh, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Pastors be out here cheating on their wives. This is a thing. This is a I normal thing. People. I didn't preach. say it's not. People preach but can't take can't take the sermon. But They'll what, preach okay. but they can't sit. Mm-hmm. Food. Like I'm just saying, it happens. But you have I hear, to address I it. Hear you. But if you're a pastor of a church, it, mm-hmm. 
and it comes out that you got to cheat on your wife. Are you still going up on the pulpit without addressing it to your congregation? But okay. Okay. Right, yes or no? That's, yes. Yes or no? Yes. It has to be addressed. It has to be okay. addressed. If the whole, if everybody's hearing about this, yes, it needs to be addressed. But right. what I'm saying is, if it had already been addressed between me and the wife, at the very least, leave all the details out of it. We don't need all the details, guys. But it, like, okay, yes, I did. He, he didn't. He didn't give too much details. He said that. He, had, he, he said he asked. had sex. He said he uh, flirted with people, entertained people. That's basically all he said to me. And honest. it could have been we, that. It could have just. It could have been a one-minute video, not seven minutes. It could have okay, been a one-minute video. I didn't watch the whole seven minutes, but he was. It was him apologizing. And it was him saying, "I guess trying to take accountability." If you're posting seven-minute videos about how men ain't supposed to cheat on their wives, and you gonna post a video about yourself, you might as well make it seven minutes too. That's but what? I'm I, okay, look. All I'm saying is, look. It could be this simple. There have been some allegations. I, I cheated my wife. Yes, I did it. I've apologized to my wife. I've apologized to God because I broke the vows that we made before him. Yada, yada, yada. I apologize to you because you hold me to a higher standard. Thank you. I'm going to do better. Laptop closed. That's it. Yeah, but it's just not on brand. You know, you just got to be well, on brand. Well, okay. You, well, if, clearly, this isn't on brand for him. So yes, why not go? <laughs> Well, okay, clearly the it receipts, is. The receipts okay, go let back. me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. It's not on brand if you if you can if you hold it up to the brand he's built for himself. That's what right. I'm saying. It did not have to be all that. Again, if I, if I'm married to a woman, I love her to death. So, perfectly, hopefully, I, we wouldn't end up in this situation. But if we do, which again, perfectly, hopefully not. I, that conversation is not going to happen in public just for me just for me now now maybe again it doesn't matter because i'm a struggling podcaster who works at a restaurant and nobody cares what i have to say and people care what he has to say but even if i'm in that situation i feel like there's better ways to handle that that don't require people seeing it and it being played on repeat over <laughs> and over and over again to where this girl probably can't well sorry this woman if she goes to the store people are probably you know that's that that's that girl that, from the video that, that's the girl she listen that's all her she shouldn't have hopped in that video well but even then and he shouldn't even have, then, apparently it, it was the, her but, idea. i mean they know who her they know who, he, who she is well i actually i was watching a blog where people were saying they didn't know who she was until then like they never really well then because <laughs> well, they knew he was married they knew he was married and they saw a couple pictures but he like mainly posts his relationship things so he didn't really know who she was well you know then that makes it worse like you put like if okay so so, yeah, so sure here's what we're worse. saying so here's what we're saying man. if we're saying that okay we know he's married we haven't really seen the wife maybe maybe a couple pictures you know celebrating anniversary celebrating a birthday yada 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 but we haven't really seen her so that means that the the most people's introduction to this woman is him talking about how he cheated on her yep and her wearing the bonnet thing i'm not even worried about the bonnet i'm sorry because, i just i just i no, just feel like and that's fair. for me if i am gonna hop on a video with my significant other where they explain to their fan base that they cheated on me sexually mm -hmm. a few times for one i wouldn't be in a video 
Let's just make that clear. Let's start there. Thank you. And I definitely wouldn't be holding your hands, but I wouldn't be in the video. That's number one. But I would at least try to look like something. Granted, I'm sorry she'd have been through some stuff. I'm not trying to, you know, talk mm -hmm. about her. But I am saying, you know, it's 2021 in the world, in the day and age we live in now, the internet is tearing folks up. And all I've seen lately, I mean, I've seen a lot of people say he cheated on her because she looked like that. Like she only dressed herself up. That's what that's what a lot of people have been saying. Man, hold up. Hold it's pictures side by side with nah. the girl he cheated with and her. And they're like, cause she bad, what you mean? It was, nah. I literally saw a, I saw a Facebook post where a whole deba debate was going on saying, do you owe it to yourself to keep yourself up for your man? And if you don't, no. it can't, it's, does he get a pass to cheat? That was a whole debate. Like, it, you know, it's, you know, peak no, no, That debate, no. that's, that's a good debate. Honestly. No, because it's though. It is like if because I'm if I'm with somebody, if I'm with somebody and they once looked a certain way, I'm. This is not about her. This is, we're just now we're just talking on the realm okay. of okay. of the topic. If I'm dating somebody and they used to look a certain way and they start falling off from the way they looked, mm -hmm. they start falling off from what attracted me to them in the first place. You know, I'm gonna be like, babe, you know, you know, try to go somewhere, somewhere where they dress up That's, nice. Mm -hmm. But you do need to look. Like I still have to be attracted to you. There is love there. No, that's fair. But I still have to be attracted to you. Like no, you that, need I can I can understand. To keep yourself that. up. But what I'm saying is, again, this girl has been through hell and back. And she is in her house. She can look under look she ain't look busted. She ain't look like she just rolled out of bed and had her oversized <laughs> uh oversized sleep shirt on with no pants. That's not what she looked like here. And, it, and, and maybe I'm the wrong person to ask because with with the women I've dated, I'm like, look, especially the last one, I'm like, look, I don't care what you, I don't care. I think you look amazing with no makeup on, with your bonnet, and an oversized t-shirt. I don't care. Now, I know she wouldn't get on camera like that, but that's not the, that's not the point. Get but on camera I'm, like that where millions of people will be watching, but continue. But what I'm saying is, she didn't look super busted. Like, she looked like most women would look around the house so for you to say around she deserved house, to get yes. so so for you wait, for wait, anybody wait, wait, wait. To say, i did not say she deserved no no no, no. i not said you, what people not would you. say okay I'm about not to you say. not you sorry so for anybody to say that she deserved to get cheated on because of that it's just absolutely ridiculous nobody one nobody deserves to get cheated on two your appearance does not make you deserve to get cheated on because you look like any like 99 percent of normal women walking around their house without a camera on that's what people look like. So deal with it. And she's not an ugly woman either. Let's just add that to it. She's a beautiful woman. So to anybody who's saying that just needs to get over themselves. They're just looking for stuff to talk about. And they need to have their phones taken away from them saying the woman deserves to get cheated on for having a body on in her own house. Well, one more thing I have to say about that is um, I applaud her for trying to work through her marriage. Um, and make it work with you know her husband and her kids um but to me if a man can sit here and cheat on me for years can lie to my face for years and convincingly lie to his fans for years about being faithful and being committed i'm sorry you have to be some type of sociopath to keep this up for so long. Like to me, it is 
it is something with your character at this point. Like, I understand, like, I, you know, I know friends, I have friends who have, you know, uh, taken their boyfriends back for cheating or whatnot. I understand taking somebody back for cheating, but putting on a whole facade to everybody for years, you put on a facade and your homeboys know that you cheat. Like, you put on a facade to everybody else, but you got some certain homeboys that know your dirt, that you take them with you to do your dirt. You are way too comfortable. This is something you seem too used to. And at this point, I got to go. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I am with staying in your marriage. But for me, in this situation, this man lied to everybody and only confessed when he got caught. It would be different if he was like, you know what, this ain't right. Woo, woo, woo. I need to go talk to my wife. No, this man confessed to when he got caught. And now all of a sudden he making all this work. Where was the work for years? Right. And you lying to everybody. You lying to me. You basically lying to our kids. I don't even, do they have kids? I keep saying they're kids. You lying to me. You lying to our kids. You lying to my parents. You lying to your parents. You lying to our siblings. You got your homeboys lying to me. You lying to your fans, like sociopath. At this point, you like this man does not care about anybody but himself. And you had her in my bed. I'm sorry, there are too many exes when it comes to character here for me. So homeboy would have got dumped. We would have filed for a divorce. There is no way I am staying with somebody who can put on a facade like that, like nothing is happening when you're just disrespecting me. Like, it's a no for me. But, I mean, shout out to her for trying to do what the Lord said to do. Woo, woo, woo. But, yeah. mm-mm. No, ma'am. It wouldn't be. I know. Look, I know it wouldn't be you. I know. Oh, sure would. I, I sure would be in that video. You. I would say that. I sure would be in that video. It's a no for me. Now, you the type would be on the other side of the camera holding up cue cards like, hey, you better say this, fool. Next. <laughs> or I'm out. Next. Hey, next. What you got? Hey, next. <laughs> and then and if you, you didn't say it. <laughs> hey, come on now. Stay on script. Hey, come on Stay now, on buddy. script. Hey, I got a foot out the door already. Don't push the other one out. Don't don't play with me. <laughs> oh. oh man. <sighs> well. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. What? what? We still on podcast. Eagles signed Joe Flacco to a one year contract. Oh yeah, I saw that. I don't care. Okay. You don't think that's you don't think that's uh gonna hurt uh Jalen Hurts' chances? Hurt his chances? No. Um, he's still gonna, he's gonna start. Joe Flacco ain't done nothing since he won that Super Bowl. Joe Jalen Hurts ain't done it either. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is in his second season. Exactly. Joe Flacco's you, been in the league for ten years plus. Ex- exactly. Jalen Hurts in the time that he was uh, playing, Jalen Hurts led in what uh, negative yards or something like that. It was some crazy, some crazy stat that him and his both Carson Wentz led sucked. in. His whole team sucked. That's true. Shout out to my boy Jalen Hurst, though. Um, I think if you're trying to train up Jalen Hurst, I think you should have brought in a – what am I? I Not Joe Flacco. I just, I just think a different quarterback, a different type yeah. of quarterback to mentor Jalen Hurst. That's all I'm That's saying. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. And well, I just want to say, since you mentioned it, the NFC East is going to be a lot better this year. Just saying. We'll see. I believe want to see it. NFC East is trash. Mervin, pause. I went back and fact checked when you were talking about how they were the best division. Blah, blah, blah. You mm-hmm. know, on the list of worst divisions of football, the 2019 season made it. 
that's one of the seasons I was talking about. But that wasn't even mm. la- that wasn't even a worst season. Last season was worst season. I just want to throw it yes. out there. When I said NFCs was the worst no, division, I was. I have no, you, I have facts to back it up said, for all you time. Said, no, no, no. You said they had been the worst division for years leading up to this past season. I said one I did of not, the worst. I did not disagree with you in twenty twenty. Yes, you did. And I no no. I said twenty no. I said twenty twenty. Oh, that the NFC East was e- terrible. Everybody said that. No, no, they were historically, yeah, that, that, no, historically that, that was no, bad. there was no debate about that. No, but what I was saying, like 2016, 2017, and coming into 2018, that like the NFC East was one of the best divisions that year. Yeah, right, That's right, what I was right, saying. right, 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 right. That's what I Cowboys said. in the last three years that made the list twice for worst divisions in the history of football. Anyway, uh, but yeah, um, you got anything else on the slate today, Big Merv? No, uh, I just want to say. You know, had a birthday. You know, what I'm saying yesterday again. Um, he, he's you know, obviously gonna drop his cash app in the oh description oh, like absolutely. he does every week. Dollar sign <laughs> Mervin Wright Jr. I'll just do it here. Uh, but you know, I just want to say it's been a rough. It, last year was a rough year, and, and 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 I'm not gonna go into it all because Ashley, you know, you, uh-huh. you know, it, it's, it's a rough year. But I do want to say there have been a few things that kept me going. That was God, obviously. Amen. Amen. My family. Uh, the fact that there was a football season, mm-hmm. and you, Ashley, um, you were, you were honestly one of the few people I could call, and I knew that if you weren't busy, you were gonna be willing to talk to me, even though it was gonna be about the exact same thing for about three months. Um, yep. And I really, and, and and I really do appreciate that, Ashley. Um, oh, you're welcome. You're I guess one this of makes the up. Few, this yeah, makes up it, for me it, missing your birthday. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. Uh, you're one of the few people that I can always call, and I know that um, outside of the greeting, <laughs> which will probably contain profanity, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll have some kind of fun conversation, um, and I know that you are always there for me, and I really do thank you for that. I love Aww, you. Aw, you make me cry. A lot. But you did sound like you was tearing up. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, y'all. Murph calls me all the time. All you, the time. I normally hit him with a what you want. You know what I'm saying? No, it's no, no, no. Yeah, no. It's a what you want. And then something expletive after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant. <sighs> well, you know, I be around. I be around town. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I can't you know, hear for you, homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, always, I was talking about being around town. You know, so if yeah. I see Mervin calling, you know, at least I know I'm giving me a little laugh for the day. That's true. I, I, Cause he always he always into something. Into something. Let's pray for him. Listen to prayer. Y'all send y'all cash apps to him. Let's listen to prayers as well. Amen. Please. Amen. Do. I always need it. Hey, I, hey, look, I said earlier, there's power in prayer. So if you got one for me, hey, I I take them all. Just pray for Ashley too, cause my head is off. Her head is just I don't know what's wrong with her. She got a bunch of screws loose. Um, yes, yes, I do. Couldn't go without. <laughs> about you. Uh, Anyways, so, with that yeah. being said, we are gonna end this podcast right here. I think this episode is gonna be shorter than our last episodes, but y'all know Merv is winded, so you know we just gonna see. But you know, I think I looked at our viewership, and the average listener listens for like an hour and 40 minutes or something like that. I think that's what I saw. I was like, what? Okay, so y'all listen to the whole thing. What? I appreciate that, man. We do have have like 70% men, though, so I need the women to come on, you know, come on, you know, so we just gonna have to 
out. Let me figure out how we gonna target that woman demographic. But you know, we'll be back hey, next we week. We're we working stuff out. We, we, work, we working stuff we, out. We are always working to get better here at the More yes, Right Wrong podcast. Yes, uh, we so, are. Yeah. So with that being said, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, good news for anybody who is mad about the background noise. I will be inside my apartment next week. Uh, I just decided to record on my grandmother's patio this week because I'm in Dallas and she has a nice patio. Um, So yeah, we'll be back next week. We thank y'all. We love y'all. Peace out.